I see y'all staring at my face, my sexy face. Y'all looking at me right there, and y'all just all present and accounted for. Look at you. Look at you. Look at that. Ha ha! Yeah, I see you. I see you! <laughs> welcome, 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 all of you. So good to see everybody here today. Look, I'm sorry for being late. I was running on black people time. I'm sorry. Um, look, I, 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 I guess I perpetuate the stereotype. I do apologize about that, but um, I just wanted to get my bearings straight. And also, I had to get my Yes, I had to get my tea. Welcome to the JB Font channel. It is so good to see every single one of your beautiful, lovely faces in here today. Just to let you guys know, my name is James Fontleroy, and I am the host of the most in this channel. Just to let you guys know that the JB Font channel is also available on all major podcast platforms such as Anchor, Apple, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. I messed up there for a second, but we shall press on. I'm also part of the Revolutionary Blackout Network, so you can subscribe to me there. And I always do the JB Show on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also catch me on the Roundtable on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, please make sure to give this channel a thumbs up. And if you are new, please make sure to smush down that subscribe button. Just to let you guys know, if you do, I might give you cookies, weed, brownies, weed, or whatever, something I can give through the camera. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> it is, it's the possibilities are endless, aren't they? I love you. Also, just want to give a shout out to all my patrons that are on Patreon. Oh, excuse me. Patreon and coffee. Just to let you guys know, you guys do keep the lights on. And, you know... I'm very humbled for you guys even just willing to put your trust and faith in me. So I am deeply humbled by that. So thank you so very much. Also, to the people who may be watching on Twitch as well as Rumble, either on the live stream or on the rewatch. Hello, how you doing? Good to see you. Welcome to my channel. So good to see you here. And I like to tell you that I'm very, very queer. I was kidding. Anyway, well, not really kidding, but you know what I mean. So it's so good to see all of you. Why do I got so much energy today? Could it be the caffeine? I have no idea. What the hell is in this? This tea. God damn, it's good. Anywho, so i like to say hello to everybody that's in the chat. So good to see all of you here today. And our usual suspects, CBC voters in the house. Good to see you here today. Lucky Burrito is also here today as well. So good to see you, madam. Angela. Angie. So good. It's, uh, it's almost JB time. Stop. JB time. Uh... And hello to the people in the chat coming in. So good to see you, a non-user. Good to see you in here, Robin Ryan. So good, and salutations to you as well. Amen. So good to see you. We are waiting. I am here. So good to see you as well. 
Uh, who else is in the chat to see hello today? Terry Connolly is here and accounted for. Good to see you, Terry Connolly. Uh, ADC is also in the building. Going to see you in about a half hour. So good to see you. my brother is also here and accounted for in the chat. Leroy, my brother from another mother. So good to see you also here in the chat. By the way, when you be listening to the uh, to the speeches by different revolutionaries and smoking out of a bong at the same time, that's just that's just a whole mood, bro. Just saying, just saying. Just please don't stop. Just keep doing what you're doing. All right, Solomon is in here. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Valerie is in the house. Oatmeal raisin. Ooh, ooh, ooh. By the way, okay. So I know that uh, a lot of people there's some about oatmeal raisin. I'll, 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 I'll give you something better. Okay. I remember I went to a friend's house. This was years ago, and she made chocolate chip oatmeal macadamia nut cookies fresh out the oven i lost my ever-loving mind i was just look <laughs> i'm fluffy for a reason y'all and i saw that i was like what i i, I had to rethink my life because i'm like oatmeal and raisin okay i'm cool with that especially you know with some milk you know what i mean but chocolate chip oatmeal macadamia nut Yeah, uh, it's it changed my life, and I, I'm better for it. All right, so <laughs> y'all know I'm fluffy. Y'all know I like to eat, you know. So uh, Sulamoon says I want red brownies. Are they gluten-free screen wheat brownies? <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure somebody can make them gluten-free. All right, Nam says what? So good to see you. All right, we have Duck Love Mom. So good to see you. I haven't seen you here in the chat before, but welcome, welcome, welcome. So nice to have you. Take your shoes off, kick your feet up, and enjoy the nice ride. So good to see you here. All right, we have Jenna Kobe in the house. Hang on, let me go up here. Okay, Jenny Kobe is in the house. So good to see you. Creative experiments. Ah, never run out of content to talk about the, in the empire. Yes, we will shit on the empire because number one, that is my right. I can do that. Number two, because I'll be telling the truth. So that's what we will be doing today. All right. Uh, Let me see. Anyone new? I do not see anybody new as of yet. Oh, yipper, yippee, JP, so good to see you, you, and you just came right on time, I was about to get into the subject, but you just came right on in, all right, uh, okay, so, now, can we talk about Joe Biden for a second, can we? I know, I know, I know. I hear all your groans through the screen right now. You guys are like, oh, I don't want to talk about him. Oh, he's he he's creepy and he's handsy and he likes to sniff girl, little girl's hair. Ew. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. I gotta make sure I say that just in case somebody's like, oh, put a defamation lawsuit against him. But actually, he has been doing that live on TV. Allegedly. Just saying. Um. Oh, damn that tea. Mm -mm, sorry, hang on. This tea is good. Mm -mm. Y'all hear that? Mm. Good ass tea. Man, I made a great cup today. And I put some ginger in it too. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Joe Biden. Um. Gosh. In fact, let. let, let let, let's do this, all right? Let, let's do this. Let's go straight to, like, the receipts, all right? I'm a fan of Ginger, but maybe not, but not Marianne, baby. All right, so this is from the government. The government? Yes, the government. This is from congress.gov. All right, this is H.R. 7311, Countering Malign Russian Activities in Africa Act. All right, so what is this about? Okay. Okay, so it says, an act to direct the Secretary of State to develop a submit to Congress a strategy and implementation plan outlining the United States' efforts to counter the malign influence and activities of the country that starts with an R, Federation, and its proxies in Africa and for other purposes. What in the hell are those other purposes? I have no idea why they're being so vague. Why aren't they being more precise? This is the U.S. government, baby. All right. All right, let's go straight into it. Okay. Um, okay, so section one says this act may be cited as a countering malign country that starts with an R activities in Africa Act. I'm not saying the R name of the country. The reason being is because YouTube doesn't like for me to talk about that country because they want to tag me what's what they think is disinformation even though i'm literally reading something from the government in this anyway section two says in the sense of congress that the united states should regularly access the scale and scope of the country with the r's federation influence and activities in africa that undermine united states objectives and interests what are those objectives and interests possibly imperialism hmm maybe who knows and determine how a, to address the count encounter such influence and activities effectively, including and through appropriate United States foreign assistance programs, and B, to hold accountable the country where there are federation and African governments and their officials who are in complicit and aiding in such malign influence and activities. Strategy and Implementation Plan Report Section 3, it says... No later than 90 days after the date of the enactment of this act, the Secretary of State shall develop and submit to the appropriate Congressional Committee a strategy and implementation plan outlining United States' efforts to counter the malign influence and activities of the country within our Federation and its proxies in Africa, including programs and other uh, initiatives designed to, one, strengthen democratic institutions, improve government transparency and accountability, improve standards related to human rights, labor, anti-corruption, and 
initiatives, fiscal transparency, uh, monitoring natural resources, and extractive industries and other tenets of good governance, and monitor and report on Russian political influence. Oh, I said the word. Shame on me. And disinformation operations in the activities of the country with an R. Country with an R connected or country with an R funded private military contractors in Africa. Uh, so basically, they decided to do this. So I'm going to shop. Stop sharing my screen right quick, and I am going to share it further in here. Just one second. Here now, then, yeah, don't John all. Alright. This is from independent journalist Jordan Satchitel. Um thank you so much for actually talking about this and let me enlarge this just so that the people who are watching me on the live can see this accurately. So, Jordan says, so I've been chatting with quite a few Somalis today and several seem to believe that the U.S. overthrew overthrew the nationalist government via coup and installed a puppet regime that is subservient to the Biden administration's demands. Sad to see sovereignty stolen. He continues, this is the guy who lost, he ran on a nationalist platform. Uh, that tweet has been since deleted. Uh, I saw it when it was first put in, but uh, anyway. U.S. ambassador with the new guy making it too obvious. Um, and he shows uh, the new guy, basically, the U.S. ambassadors with him. Uh, it says Congress introduced a bipartisan bill sponsored by the establishment folks on both sides count about countering the country with an R in Africa right before they deployed troops. Uniparty going to Uniparty. Uh, and then uh, says uh, says Banner and some of the Somali Twitter profiles uh, supporting the guy who was deposed. Uh, definitely some patriotic nationalist spirit in them. Talks about making Somalia great again. Yeah. So, basically, what is going on is that Biden has decided to send troops to Somalia. And it's all over the news, by the way. Yeah, uh, let's 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 get in here, man. I'm shaking this camera too much. Sorry about that. This is out of the New York Post. So it is Biden sending U.S. troops back to Somalia, reversing Trump pullout. Now, hey, before we even read the rest of this. My question is, hang on, what about the whole, um, uh, oh, what, what's the word I want to use? Uh, what they were using, actually. Harm reduction? People tell, 
we need to vote for Biden because we need harm reduction. Because Biden is somehow better than Trump. Um, that statement didn't age very well, did it? I mean, I'm just saying, because what is the difference between them? I mean, they both want to expand police in, in the police state. They're both expanding the military industrial complex and also going into other countries. Apparently, as to fight terrorism, but <laughs> as we checked, that was a whole bunch of bullshit. Because look at what we, why we were in Afghanistan. Why were we there? Was it really to fight terrorism, or by the admission of some veterans, they were just guarding the oil fields and the poppy fields? Huh. What are some of the biggest natural resources in Somalia? Hang on. Let's do a quick Google search. Largest natural resources in Somalia. So... Somalia has untapped reserves of numerous natural resources, including uranium, iron ore, tin, gypsum, bauxite, copper, salt, and natural gas. It says Australian and Chinese oil companies have been granted licenses for finding petroleum and other natural resources in the country. one wonder it makes you wonder like why would the United States really want to go into Somalia and why would they be so adamant about their new interim president that they just installed might it be because they're actually trying to extract resources Something that most of the Western world, no, all the Western world, pretty much, has been doing for decades to many African countries, basically extracting it of its resources because Africa is really such a rich continent with many resources. Could it be that the United States is still keep doing the exact same thing? I mean, a leper can't change his spots, right? Right? Might just be that. Hmm? Anyone? Anyone? I don't know. You tell me. Because the thing is, is that when I look at, you know, the United States actually going into Somalia, I want to make sure I use this, this, this phrase. Uh, I want to make sure I use this phrase correctly. Uh... Okay. It feels like terrorism is more of a red herring when it comes to uh, actually going and sending troops to Somalia. 
it's like, oh, we're just going there just to do so. It, it, look, I'm going to be real with y'all. That's like, that's like a dude going, ah, oh, nah, babe, you know. Yeah, we used to we used to you know fool around, but I'm just going over our house. You know, we're we're just having a conversation. We're just friends, and that person has a a a known history of fooling around out you know outside the relationship. And you're like, uh, I guess I guess you can just go ahead and go. All right. Do we look like Boo Boo the Fool? Do we? Like what in the heck? We've sat through all y'all, all y'all sat through um the weapons of mass destruction BS that they pushed our way way back in the early 2000s, okay? And talking about, oh, well, we need to go there because they have weapons of mass destruction. No, 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 no. They have resources of mass wealth. That's what it was, and that's what they wanted to do because they actually wanted to install puppet dictators just so that they can be able to extract resources, either really cheap or for free, in order to profit and enrich corporate entities here within the United States. But that's what they were there for. And so guess what? Because of that, then we've actually decimated the global south and in many African countries. Since then, hello, Libya. Hello, Syria. Hello, uh, you know, Somalia again. So we're doing this again because basically these countries can't keep their grubby little hands off of Africa. Now, by the way, uh, shout out to Nick. He's in the chat. So good to see you, bro. I hope I'm making you proud by talking about foreign policy. I'm doing my best. So I'm trying to live up to your standards, bro. <laughs> All right. So let's see here. All right. So Biden sending U.S. troops back to Somalia, reversing Trump pullout. Uh, get out of my face, you notification. Okay. Let's, gosh, these ads. Uh, let's see here and expand. All right, kiddos. Okay, it says President Biden signed off this month on a plan to returning U.S. troops to Somalia and reversing formal President Donald Trump's pullout of roughly 700 troops from the East African country. Biden authorized a persistent U.S. military presence in East African country with an estimated cap of 500 Americans, a U.S. official told basically us. Uh, the move was first reported by the New York Times. The troops will help Somalia's fledgling government fight the Al-Shabaab militant group, which is affiliated with Al-Qaeda. <coughs> bullshit! Uh, we're proud of... Well, I say it's bullshit because really, you know, Al-Qaeda was helped create it and, it and formulated by the United States. So, <laughs> so basically, you create a terrorist group and now you're getting there to fight the terrorist group, but you're not really there to fight the terrorist group. You're really just using them as a cover, really, to extract the resources. But I digress. So, uh, it says here... 
a quote says we are proud and first and foremost to be supporting Somali's own efforts to rebuild their own state. And we are working closely with other international partners, says some U.S. official that wasn't named, which they should have actually named. Uh, but it said before sidestepping a reporter's question about the possibility of U.S. trips fighting a forever war in the country, a concept against which both Biden and Trump campaigned. Even though they campaigned it, guess what? That doesn't mean that doesn't mean diddly squat. Why? Because, guess what? They lie. They have lied all the time. Biden, Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Reagan, they all lie. Because guess what? That's what they do. Uh, because they're politicians and because they're beholden to these corporations. So, oh my goodness. It says, this is a step that that rationalizes what was essentially an irrational argument that we inherited. It was uh, irrational because it created unnecessary and elevated risk to U.S. forces as they moved in and out of the country on a rotational basis. Uh, in December 2020, Trump ordered the U.S. troops to withdraw from Somalia and the Pentagon said the exit has been completed days before Biden took office. So the U.S. officials slammed Trump from removing troops in the first place. So they wanted to keep troops there. They wanted to keep them basically in Somalia for quote unquote counter revolution. I'm sorry, counter uh, counter terrorism bullshit against the advice of the of the senior U.S. military leadership. The previous administration had directed the withdrawal of approximately 750 U.S. military personnel from Somalia. It was an abrupt and sudden transition to a rotational presence. The rotational use of special operations troops as needed results in losses of time where our operators can be doing the work uh, we want them to do with partners to address terrorist threats. So the quote-unquote war on terror continues. Where has that gotten us again? Like, really? Like, for real? Damn. Out of tea. Where has that really gotten us, though? Like, has the war on terror actually made us safer? Has the war on drugs... One against drugs. What about that war on poverty? How's that going? Oh, that's right. They never waged a war on poverty. Uh, so silly me. Has U.S. actually won a war within the last hundred years? Like, literally, like, actually won a war? And don't tell me World War II because the United States, yeah, the United States was on the winning side, but they came in a day late and a dollar short. They were basically, out of out of 100 punches, they, they threw the 98th and 99th punch. So, when has the United States actually won a war within the last 100 years? Actually won one.
do 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 thing is is that it's not really about winning it's about keeping the fight going it's never about actually winning the goal is the war the goal isn't winning the goal is the war itself that's something that that they don't tell you it's the fact that it is always the goal of of the fight because they make money off the fight they make money off of the killing of people just so that they can extract the resources so they can continue to make money. Meanwhile, they will send recruiters to your kid's high school and put up a pull-up bar. And then they'll say, oh, you know, just for, just for fun, do 20 pull-ups. And then your kid does 20 pull-ups, and then as soon as they do those 20 pull-ups, guess what? They get their name, number, and address, and then they're sending a recruitment uh, uh, application form to your house to get your kid to enlist in the military. So that your kid can actually go abroad and become cannon fodder fodder for Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, and uh, Honeywell, and all these other military contractors. And then they die fighting a war, but it's not for freedom. It's not for actual, you know, peace for the people in that area. It's really for the corporations to make more money. This is why. This is why. This is why they're in Somalia. Has there been a lot of outcry from Ilhan Omar about this? Like, has there, like, okay, so uh, somebody in the comments, um, please, um, please let me know, because I, I actually really want to know. Did Ilhan Omar ever speak out against this? If she did, then that's good, but I, I don't. I don't I haven't heard anything about her basically going up against President Biden for going in to send troops to Somalia. I, I mean I'm just saying, like, that's her home country, that's where her family it family is from. You know what's sad is I actually expect her daughter to speak out about this more than her. Once again, another African country ransacked by the West. I say ransacked because Africa is like Africa is like a store, right? Like a big department store, right? And the United States is like a group of looters. The West, I should say. It's like a group of looters that charge in through the front door and just do a smashing grab. Anything and everything they can find, 
down, going up and down the aisles of that store. And then they just run out the front door. And they trample over people as they do. Because ultimately, because Africa is so wealthy in, in resources, they do that. They do a smash and grab. First, they did kidnapping. That was years ago. Hi. Sentence of the people kidnapped. And then after that, then they kept doing smashing and grabbing because they were like, ooh, ooh, iron ore, ooh, oil. You know, ooh, natural gas. All these things. I'm at a point right now where I just really feel like why are we talking about harm reduction anymore? Why? why? It's like it's like to anybody who thinks Joe Biden was actually harm reduction. I got three, three, three words for you. Roe versus Wade. Harm reduction. Harm reduction. Really? By the way, Ron DeSantis in my state of Florida just made it illegal for anyone to do any protesting in residential areas. So let's say hypothetically, uh, some, something happened in the Florida Supreme Court, right? And we want to protest the judges just like they did the, the Supreme Court judges. You literally could not go in front of their house on the street and make some noise. They would make that illegal. Rights are being cut down little by little, bit by bit. Harm reduction. Leroy says she's writing letters now that she's comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Joe Biden. Yo, before we get the our, our guest ADC in for a second, I'm going to tell you guys what I would do if I were her. She's not really going to do it, but here's what I would do. I would be in front of the cameras right now. I would have called a press conference. And I would have threw Joe Biden under the bus. But here's the problem, though. Even though somebody like me would have done that, Yes, the left would have cared. A lot of the left would have been like, yes, maybe even some anti some anti-war libertarians and maybe some some maybe some people who are anti-war on the right, maybe. But most people would have not cared, especially liberals. They would have been like, who cares? They're so focused on the country that starts with a U that has blonde haired, blue-eyed people, to the point where Anybody who has my complexion in a country, that majority country, well, they'd be like, okay, 
Somalia matters too. But yeah, that's what I would have done. I would like to, you know, uh, also talk a bit bit about this uh, with my guest. Uh, My guest coming up is ADC. He is also part of the People's Voice Network. And I am happy to have him joining me today. Hello. 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 How's it going? How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? Uh, it's good to see you. Nice to good have to you, you here with us um, and joining me today for the show. This is going. This is your official first time. And welcome. I'm sorry I don't have cookies to give to you through the screen. That's all right. I'm not an oatmeal raisin fan, so we'll... Uh... We'll go with that, but those chocolate chip uh, macadamia ones—I'll—I'll I'll be all over those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those, those sound righteous. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as far as uh, you, you're on the uh, you know People's Voice Network, aptly yeah. you know appropriately named, uh, and you talk about many populist uh, and issues regarding anti-imperialism. Um, what are your thoughts about Joe Biden basically reversing, uh, basic, uh, a, a Trump, um, a Trump withdrawal to Somalia? What are your thoughts? Well, I think it's just the, uh, same playbook. Um, people have to understand that Joe Biden is an evil piece of garbage. He really is and has been for years. If you look at any of the videos from when he was, in Congress and with all these decisions, I mean, I go back to the um, our, our great uh, Supreme Court judge there when uh, he had the sexual harassment case and and Biden basically making um, her feel horrible. And he's pro-gun, he's pro-war, he's a warmonger. It, it's just he played this game that I'm this really nice uncle and uh, I'm nicer than Trump. But, I mean, well, Trump's a piece of crap. But we know Trump's a piece of crap. That's, I think that's the biggest difference is the fact that I don't think I'll ever say respect Trump or any, anyone in the uh, Q-Trumplican party. Uh, but I will say at least I know what evil is coming from them, where the Dems and here in Canada um, are liberals and are NDP. Um, they're all about um, putting on that mask of, oh, we... we we are all for people's rights, and we're all for for uh, taking care of society. But no, they're there for the corporate dollar. So when we go back to the, the Somalia piece, I mean, it, it is what he was going to do. He did it with the refugees. He did it with the kids in cages. Like, nothing has gotten any better under Biden and Harris. Actually, a lot of stuff has gotten much worse. Mm-hmm. But it's been spun better because you have better spin doctors on the Democratic side compared to the Republican. Definitely. I mean, that is really just... Uh, that's really the, the, the crux of the entire issue. Um, from what I've noticed, and please chime in at any time that you wish to this point, the Democratic Party... Okay. The Republican Party does the actions that the Democratic Party won't say out loud that they want to do it's yeah. like um, it's like it's like 
the Democratic Party goes, I can't believe you said that. And then the Republican Party looks at the Democratic Party goes, you were thinking it. That's basically what it was. Well, and I know you're not a sports fan, JB. Are you a fan of professional wrestling? I I know a little bit about professional wrestling, okay. so especially WWE. I, my brother. I, I spoke about it on on the PBN when, when on one of my first appearances. Is the fact that what we're learning here, and this is just basically not only we were learning that we were whitewashed history. Like all everything we've learned in history is garbage, and mm-hmm. we need to be um, reprogrammed, and 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 uh, it has to be rewritten, and we have to uh, yeah. be reeducated. Yeah. But I go back to the pro wrestling thing. Um, I'm huge into pro wrestling. Daughter is. I've, I've been friends with pro wrestlers for, for my life. I mean, I grew up in Saskatchewan. Um, was friends with the Hart family and Stampede Wrestling and all that stuff. So, okay. the Hitman Hart and, yeah. and that. Like, I knew him before he was major. Um, but, but the uh, point is the fact that what we're learning is all the heel or evil wrestlers that were presented by Vince McMahon in the WWF at the time. They were actually the faces. They were actually the good guys. We were talking about USA and Hulk Hogan and whatever. Hulk Hogan's a piece of crap. I mean, as a human and in the ring, he did nothing to better anyone but his own pocketbook. But you got someone like the guy who, known as Iron Sheik, who was an Olympic champion in Iran. He was a security guard for the Shah of Iran before coming to North America to better that American dream and he showed better um, he, he was better in the business than Hogan would ever be like he would he would take the job he would lose to whoever was told because that was what was better for that and what we're learning is these guys that we're supposed to hate from Russia from Iran sorry I said the R word um, from that place with the uh, the red and the yellow uh, anything from foreign that's who they were, like, it's like ingrained. It's like the, the Biden military machine is basically Vince McMahon on steroids because it's all about let's find a scapegoat, let's find who we can make you hate more than you hate us. Because right now everyone hates us too much, and as we saw after the George Floyd murder, that people came together. And, oh, my gosh, it didn't matter if it was Biden, Trump, any either side red blue it didn't matter all of them wanted control of that they did not want people to come together so mm-hmm. this whole thing of, of you saying it and uh nick and cj and sabby and ourselves on pbn talking about this is not a war it is a class war um they don't like that they don't like that at all and they're going to do everything in their power to mute us and mm-hmm. like you're seeing here with these uh people from that own this YT mm-hmm. uh, network that will censor you based on what you're saying or who you're speaking out against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just want to give a shout out again to Nick. I'm not sure if he's still in, he's still listening, but uh, he taught me a word that is involved in wrestling that I found out. He said kayfabe. Yeah. Um, and the dictionary definition is in professional wrestling the fact or convention of presenting stage performances as genuine or authentic 100% and, and that's the funniest part like my daughter's 10 she loves uh, all elite wrestling which is based 
in in your home state. Um, they actually are filming stuff at uh, Disney World now. Um, their their B shows actually filmed at uh, Universal Studios. Hmm. But I talked to her, and and she loves when we have this conversation. Like she loves Chris Jericho um, because of Judas, and she can sing and and all this this stuff. And I'm going. So Chris Jericho as a human being is actually a good guy. He's playing a heel right now, but these guys are actually good. So the guy who's playing good is actually a piece of crap. Dad knows he met this guy. He's not very good at all. But so she she she's understanding that, and she understands that, like what people I know wrestling historians and all the guys like a Jim Cornette or any of these old school guys never want to talk about this. But I'm talking to my ten year old daughter, and I talked to our oldest one when they were in wrestling as well, is about the fact that these guys have to work together to put on the, the program that to entertain you, they have to do kayfabe. They have to make sure that they're putting on this athletic event as real as it can be. And the one aspect is, like here in Alberta, Canada, um, we uh, don't have in the areas that we don't have an athletic commission. Mm-hmm. So or we do have an athletic commission. But when I was looking at doing a pro wrestling fundraising event, I said, I basically told him, I said, it's straight up, I can tell you who's gonna win. <laughs> like, this isn't, these are predetermined, um, but it's going to be, I'm not gonna tell you how they do it, but I can tell you exactly who's gonna win because that's how it has to happen. Someone has to be told who's gonna go over to make it um, work for everyone. So that's the whole thing, so right now, you're seeing it in, we'll go back to the politics here, is the Democrats are playing this whole role of um, rah-rah, slava, blue-yellow place, and the uh, Republicans are, no, we don't like that, and this isn't good. So it's basically like they're trying to do a double turn, knowing that they're disliked based on their past stuff, but what the, what what people aren't realizing, number one, if you're believing any of the blue stuff, God, please wake up. It's all bullshit and it's all capitalism. Um, but the red are not good either. Now, I would rather know where the racist and the homophobe <laughs> is coming from, but there's more on the dem side than people know about. And now that started with, with this whole thing of us all being woke and everyone on either side not liking the wokeness um seeing it as as that class war and going you know what none of you are good you're all pieces of crap and we need to figure out a way to change this because the only way we're getting out of this is to blow up the system yeah uh from what I've, i've i've observed is and and of course this isn't all conservatives what i'm talking about is mainly the, the, the TFGs, the too far gone. Uh, you have conservatives that look at woke and then they roll their eyes because uh, they do not want to be considerate of people who are disenfranchised. And then you have liberals who feign being woke, but they really don't care because when it comes down to the actual nitty gritty about people who are disenfranchised are what are material benefits and, and issues then they really don't care either and I, I'm referencing um, Savvy Sabs when she had her show last night 
where she was actually pointing out that there are liberals who are racist. There are liberals out there, not just conservatives, liberals, yes, liberals, that do not want us to have, you know, there are some who are also, they're also homophobic. There, there are liberals out there. And the thing is, is that th- just because they are on Team Blue does not mean that they're actually for you. And right. so it's all part of the optics of it, right? Uh, it's always about... Um, okay. Well, brand, really. Like, they're basically, they're, they're trying to brand themselves as we're the good guys, we're the white hat where these other guys are the black hat. It's trying to be that black and white cowboy western from the 1960s and 70s. Well, I mean, it's the meme with Republicans have a a B-52 bomber bombing a country, and then the Democrats have a B-52 bomber bombing a country. The only difference is they have a rainbow flag and a Black Lives Matter sticker on the side of it. It's like, what's the the difference? Or the boot on, on the people there where... That the, the Republicans are going to squash you with the giant boot of imperialism, yeah. where the Democrats will use the Nike running shoes, but you're still getting squashed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, a rainbow boot on my neck is still a boot on my neck, people. Let's be yeah. real. And so this is this is the, the, the part of the kayfabe, you yeah. know, that we've been talking about in politics, especially in regards to places like... You know, uh, especially in regards to places like uh, Somalia and, and what's going on with there. And the thing is, is that I, what I want to convey is I want people to realize that people like Biden and Trump are cut from the same cloth. People like Nancy Pelosi and and Mitch McConnell are cut from the same cloth. Right. Did well, I just liken uh, uh, trying to rebuild because they know these old relics are going to die soon? So like Turkey Neck McConnell and uh, Skeletor Pelosi are both going to die, Turkey and they neck. need a replacement. <laughs> who, who are you going to replace them with? So McConnell, they're looking at replacing probably like a Gates or one of those god awful people that is plays this role. I mean, it's not going to be Ted Cruz because he's too old, but one of the younger younger um, Republicans, where the Dems, here's the thing, and, and I um, will give my colleague from the PBN, Andrew, huge credit on this, is the fact that he called the mayor of Boston, who Savvy actually um, had, had the uh, conversation with him um, on her show about the, um, the building that they want to uh, tear down. Basically, they're trying to uh, decentralize um, low-income housing there. Anyway, the mayor, that's who the Dems have um, built, that's who they're going to groom, as we'll use that word, uh, to become the new Speaker of the House. Watch in 2024, that's who's going to become the replacement for Pelosi as they send her old ass out the door. You're going to have this youth movement of this person coming in, because right now, someone like AOC or Oman or, or any of the fraud squads, their, their brands are tarnished because of the fact that they couldn't keep up the kayfabe in regards to covering their tracks on screwing people over or I'm more uh, elite or I'm more wealthy than I come across. 
Mm-hmm. Like I know I was so excited watching AOC's documentary. My wife and I were watching it. This is fantastic. And I'm going, oh, she's a bartender. Okay, well, this is good. Oh, she took out this old white guy. Great. And then you listen to Sabby talk about, oh, yeah, I know where she went to university because I worked there. I know where she lived. Yeah, she lived in Manhattan, but it wasn't in the inner city. She lived in the suburbs. Her parents are wealthy. She was part of the Kennedy, of, of Ted Kennedy's office prior to going into politics. Yes, yeah, So made. it's like you're already a crony that's coming into this party, and that's all they want. They don't want, like, that's why, like, a, um, a Turner doesn't fit. And I'm, I'm so disappointed. Let's say disappointed. I'm very disappointed in her thinking that she could change their minds or make something different. You can't. Yeah. It's like putting lipstick on a pig. It's not going to work. It's still a pig. I mean, you might as well butcher that some bitch and make it into bacon because at least everyone will enjoy it as opposed to the crap that we've got now. But but having a Turner go into it, like having a true third party, and I don't even know if a third party would work at this point because the fact that the system is so beaten it's it, it, it's so corrupt yeah and like i did a design um last week about fuck you your freedom is fake when when they're saying you have to be they want us to be calm they want us to show civility well fuck your civility and fuck your freedom because it's fake you know i don't have true freedom i live in canada yes we're one of the freest nations in the world if you're white if you're indigenous, if you're a person of ethnic diversity, fuck no, you get nothing. Your land is gone, you get no clean water, and you're allowed to live in the streets. And the more of that we have these capitalist compensated cucks in office, they're just taking away all the social programs. And when you eliminate the social programs, what do we have but more poverty, and literally you're basically killing people. Yeah. Um... I'm going to show you uh, something I just found. Hang on, let me stop sharing this. Okay. First of all, uh, if... Wait. Hold on. I have so many many tabs open. It's just my brain. Here's a picture of of Mitch McConnell. Uh, I just wanted to say, yeah... If, if we're going to replace Mitch McConnell, I think, you know, you, you get somebody with his likeness. Um, so, yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> but um, as far as... Actually on the new, on the new uh, DuckTales, there's uh, one, someone who ends up, like, screwing, like, some magic or whatever ends up being Scrooge McDuck's new CFO is a buzzard. And I looked at my wife, and he's got, like, the glasses. I'm like, that's McConnell. Oh they basically looked at politics and made this guy McConnell. And I'm like, oh, I almost want to make a T-shirt out of that and basically just have Mitch Please on it with with this buzzard because it totally, like, I just don't know. I mean, you know damn well that they've all, that the devil is real. Like, this, this, they basically are proving that the Church of Satan is real because you have to have sold your soul to the devil to be as old and decrepit as these pieces of garbage are and still be alive. 
be honest with you, <laughs> the church of Satan would be like, even our God is not as bad as him. Well, they're suing. They, that was the whole thing with the Roe versus Wade, that they were suing the uh, uh, the Supreme Court or, or whatever for because of the fact that uh, it's their religious right that they wanted to um, fly a flag in, I think it was Boston, actually. Uh, they wanted to fly the um, Church of Satan flag. And they said, well, no, we can't do that. Well, that's my religious right. I'm, I'm against, like, I'm pro-abortion. And they're like, well, you can't be. Well, I can because that's part of our religion. And so this is this whole thing of we're going to push this Christianity piece. And it's not true Christianity because my best friend is a gay pastor here in rural Alberta. I'm so mm -hmm. proud of him. He's done such great work. Mm -hmm. um, if you guys look him up, he's uh, Pastor Marco St. Marie. Uh, he's a liberal pastor on, on Facebook and, and here on YouTube. And he's fantastic. French guy. Never thought I'd get along with the French, but anyway, he, he's awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he has changed a lot of people's um, views on religion here based on the fact that he's like, Jesus doesn't care if you come to church. Mm -hmm. Jesus cares if you've done something after church. So that was his whole uh, mantra when when mm -hmm. we were going there is he goes okay service is over and now your 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 worship begins which means that you're put here to do the work of jesus mm -hmm. not be jesus you're not mm -hmm. supposed to be god you're not supposed to determine who's accepted and who's not mm -hmm. but you're supposed to do that work and mm -hmm. the one thing that he really teaches that i'm very excited about because i'm all about the chaos is about the fact that Jesus was all about turning tables mm -hmm. and tossing tables. Yeah. So if he, honestly, if, if the, any of these capitalist fools think that Christ is here and all that, you better hope the hell not, because you're going to have a person of Arab descent with a beard and a beard, like basically you're looking at like Evan Almighty. But a person of, uh, of ethnic diversity coming to Congress and grabbing the tables and flipping the fuck out of them and flipping you on your ass, because that's what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. Jesus is all about um, stopping the oppression of people. Yeah. But no one, no one gets taught that one. They get taught that love thy neighbor, um, well, make sure the neighbor's husband isn't home when you're loving them. But <laughs> you... Uh, but it's all these whole commandments and all this other horse shit. And it's like, what what was the Bible used for when I was growing up? It's used for me to swear on it to make sure that I wasn't lying to my parents. That's all that that was used for. I never opened up the Bible. I didn't know. Like, the most religious part that I've learned all came from pro wrestling thanks to when Jake the Snake Roberts became a born again and started reciting um, psalms on the show, and that's when you got Stone Cold Steve Austin going, Austin 316 said, I just whipped your ass. <laughs> that, that, that's my religion there. So when we're going back to it now, with all this evangelical garbage that's being spewed, and it's all a brand. Like, when we look at evangelicals over the years, like the Swaggers, the Jim, Jim and Tammy Faith, they're all from corrupt. They're all crooks. They're all womanize it like they were all garbage but oh I, i'll go and say my hail marys and i'll do whatever and i'll get repented 
for my sins. Oh, oh, you're still a piece of shit. It doesn't matter if we repent your sins, you're still a piece of shit. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing that people have to understand. And like I said, go and, and uh, check out the, the liberal pastor because the fact is that it's about true teaching of spirituality. I know a lot of people, I know, well, like Nick is um, atheist and wrote, like a lot of people, and I don't blame them at all, but if you're looking for some sort of aspect of spirituality, like I said, Marco will, I mean, he's a gay pastor in mm -hmm. like um, the Bible Belt of Alberta. Like, yeah. What else? I mean, if there's not someone who's speaking truth to power, I don't know who is. I got you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, yeah. Because Stone Cold says so. And that's the bottom line. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which he came back at WrestleMania. I was so excited. I really? was thinking, okay, well, him and Kevin Owens, because Kevin Owens is one of my favorites. I mean, he's a French-Canadian who doesn't doesn't give a shit about rules or whatever and just says whatever. He's got the French accent. He's arrogant whatever. But then you got Stone Cold. The glass breaks. It's Texas. And I'm going, okay, so they're going to have uh, whatever. And he's like, we're going to have a match. And then I looked, and he's like wearing wrist tape. I'm like, holy crap. And then it starts the match, and it's, and it's that guy you can see that he hasn't done this in, a, in 17 years. So he's looking a little rusty. But by the end, oh, my God, the whole fam, we were cheering. It was awesome because you saw the old Stone Cold come back for two nights. So, like, like I said, if you can, that's when I can turn my, my brain off. If you see the hockey behind me, yeah. Battle of Alberta, Oilers and Flames, yeah, I'm turning my brain off because I have to ignore the capitalism. Yeah. But it's hard because I'm looking at all the money that's being spent in these places mm -hmm. and going, ah, that could go to so many different people that could help so much. Yeah. But at least I'm entertained. So we'll just, just leave it yeah. at that because... I mean that that that's that's where I'm at now. Is yeah. If I'm going to watch a movie or I'm going to watch a show or to watch wrestling or a sporting event, I have to turn my brain off because ultimately, my brain just looks at and goes, "How much money is this costing? And what are these people going to do with this level of celebrity and stardom that they have from this?" Yeah. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, sometimes you know. Uh, cause I, I, I had, okay, so this was a while back, but I had a conversation with a friend that was a conservative. This was maybe three years ago. And I basically expressed, uh, my disdain at the fact that you have many sports stars who make millions upon millions of dollars, and yet teachers in this country don't make what they should as far as teaching our youth and he basically gave the 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 explanation of well you have a lot of people buying tickets and you know blah 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 and you know it's like I don't care yeah I don't care the thing is is that that is just a show you know for a night versus actual investment in our future and so which also I, I i realize that both parties don't don't truly believe in either um because if you really get down to the nitty-gritty of it um 
if the blue party uh, actually believed in education, then most, if not every single one of them, would have their kid going to public school. 100%. But they don't. A lot of them have their no. kids going to private school because they can afford it. Because, and also, why do people send their kids to private school? Primarily because they want their kids to have a better education. Why is it better in private school? Because they have funding. But if you fund it public education, the way private education is funded, then what would be the use of private education? Exactly. And I mean, the other part of the private education piece, I mean, we get to this post-secondary piece. And this goes back to good old Jim Crow Joe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to uh, take away the student loans and talk to the person behind me that doesn't exist. But um, he's not going to take away student loans. And if he does, uh, it's going to be minimal. And it's not going to do a damn thing. And if it does do something, it's just going to make the elite even more elite. Because who has the least amount of student loans? It's the people with money. Who benefits the most from post-secondary education? The people with money. Because that's how they... It's it's a machine. It's... Mm -hmm. We start you off, you have been born uh, into wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, you are hanging out with just wealthy people, unless you have, um, we'll say servants, but I mean, unless you have the help, um, then you might see someone of, uh, of the global majority. Other than mm-hmm. that, you're just dealing with white, white kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you're raised. And then you get to the post-secondary piece, mm-hmm. and um, Joe Biden Jr. can't um, be stopped from going to this elite school because his dad was president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And I know there's, he's actually got other sons, we're just using it as an example, but because of the, the position that they're in, that's how they get in. It doesn't matter their parts. Mm-hmm. Like, SATs and the um, GPAs, that's bullshit. That was to keep the uh, people from Asian countries from dominating education. Mm-hmm. It's not about actually testing people or having a true uh, justification on who gets in, who doesn't. Because it, if it was, you would see more people from the global majority in higher positions and in... Um, better, uh, well, better, I don't know, like I said, when you've got idiots that are in Congress or in the Senate that have gone to Harvard or gone to Yale, how good is Harvard or Yale? If these morons have gotten in, that doesn't mean they're they're there um, mm-hmm. to do anything. Yeah. It, that just means that they're there to party. They didn't, they didn't get there based on their qualifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like uh, Aunt Becky from Full House, <laughs> Lori Lawton, yeah, paying for yeah. it. They they just had they, they just want to make her out of an example out of an example. Um, but I, I just want to uh, I wanted to show and just to put a nail into the point of what you said. Um, here is Joe Biden. 
making the admission here. Hang on, let me uh, mute just one second for my screen for myself. So the younger generation now tells me how tough things are. Give me a break. No, no. I have no empathy for it. Give me a break. Because here's the deal, guys. We decided we were going to change the world. And we did. We did. We finished the civil rights movement to the first day. Which you had no part of. Wait, wait. Hang on. <laughs> Which he had no part of, by the way. He had no part of. So I don't know what this we talking about. He ain't speaking French. Okay. I don't know what that we talking about is. Like, no. Gosh. He's so insufferable. Let me finish. He's so insufferable. It is just uh, the way it is. You can't change it. And yet, and yet, he said, we changed the world. Well, wait, why is it okay for you to change the world back then, but it's not okay for us to do the same? Just because, oh, we changed the world for the better, what makes you think we can't do the same? Guess what? It is the way it is. That is a cop out. You, it, Joe Biden, literally, just, just, God, he literally just contradicted himself. No. He contradicted himself right there on stage, and people are like, "Oh my God, isn't this wonderful?" Oh. Yeah, see, no empathy. No empathy, baby. No empathy 2024. Was that the same audience that was there for the uh, evil warmonger who uh, said that uh, the 500,000 Iraqi children that died was a, that was a risk that we were willing to take? Like, these, I just can't understand how people can sit well i mean i can't understand what we have is we have a society of ostriches and if you're a rich ostrich you put your head in the sand and you count your money everything's good you go on your vacations you go to cabo you go to wherever and you celebrate and you post it on insta and you post it on twitter yeah and you piss people meet like me off every fucking day that so have to see someone traveling in the middle of a bloody pandemic because 
C19, as I won't use that word because I know that's another YT uh, flag, uh, it's not over people. More people are dying in the province of Alberta from this than they had in last year and at the end of the first year because we're just back to normal, back to business, back to capitalism. And that's the thing is what we learn in the time where we were at home and no, we were locked, we're not locked down. If I could leave my house and get in my car and go for a drive, that's not a fucking lockdown. That's called, here's a rest so we can maybe keep the hospitals from overflowing and more people dying. When you look at how our environment changed in that time, I don't know how how much it was in Florida, but here in Alberta, like we saw animals on the road that we hadn't seen in years because in just a matter of weeks, without the amount of pollution and traffic on the roads, these animals were coming back to their normal habitat. But we can't have that because you need to go to work. Well, here's the thing. I figured it out. I mean, I'm not successful with it because I'm not a capitalist exploitation having piece of crap. But I'm able to work from home doing the work that, I, that, that I'm doing with Baller Gear and, and stuff based on doing things the right way. And like I said, I'm not successful because of the fact that I'm fighting capitalism. Mm -hmm. And if you aren't one of the chosen ones and you aren't a celebrity with a brand that it doesn't matter if we've exploited Asian children to make my shit. Um, I'm the rock. I can put XYZ on on this product. I'm going, I used to love Dwayne Johnson. I'm not going to say anything because like we've said before, I'm not going to speak ill on anyone in the global majority who's gained success because that's not my place Mm -hmm. now if you're a rich white person fucking rights i'm coming after you every single day because what is your right your right is nothing your your right is you 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 were you were born white that's the only right you have and because our system is designed to prop up the people that are born like me i'm not saying i don't have white privilege absolutely have white privilege in regards to I can go in my vehicle, I can drive, I can have my hat on backwards, I can have music blaring, I can be whatever, and no one's going to stop me based on the color of my skin. Now, if I'm sitting there in a lower um, quality vehicle, which I I was doing for work, I'm stopped. 100% stopped because I don't look like I belong in xyz place so it's it's that aspect of that's my struggle is how the hell do we not all come together and 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 make it work like we talk about mutual aid all the fucking time but how many on the left and i'm going to i'm coming right at you rich white leftists how many on the left are actually supporting the mutual aid of the global majority because shit, and we'll talk about it in in minutes, JB. But there's things that I see that come up, and I'm going to because I was asked by someone of the global majority to say, "Hey, if you're white, 
especially if you're a male, can you just stop talking and use your platform to amplify our voices? So if you're following me at ABC on PBN on Twitter, you'll see the majority of my stuff is retweets with the bits and the arrow and all that shit of people, the global majority, especially females of the LGBT and the uh, um, and global majority, because those are the voices that need to be heard. Mm-hmm. And if I have to use my voice for you guys, fucking rights, I'll do that. I, I don't care. Like, I know I can say whatever the hell I want to whoever I want without any repercussions other than professional. Because by me being Angry Dad Canada ADC and me speaking truth to power, holy shit, am I unemployable now. Wow. I mean, I, I, I deeply appreciate, you know, that because... There's a lot of us that are speaking out. Those of us, especially those of us who are black and brown on the left that are speaking out. And a lot of us are at a point right now where it feels like the moment we say something, it's never, you're doing it the wrong way, let me show you how to do it the right way. It's, you're doing it the wrong way, and then... That's it. And it's like, okay, so if we're doing it wrong, then, then how are we doing it wrong? Show us how to, how to do it the right way. But then when we ask them how to do it the right way, then they say, well, just keep doing the same thing that we've been doing the entire time. And it's like, but that's not working. And it's like, well, and they're like, you know, we're just doing it the wrong way. And I'm like, if it was doing, if if the way you've been doing it the entire time is the right way, we would have seen some improvements in the last thirty years, and yet here we are. Yeah. Like for instance. Okay. You're doing it the wrong way by doing this Medicare for All march. Okay. All right. Fine. What did I say on Twitter? I said. Okay, you want to do a Medicare for All march yourself? Okay, fine. Guess what? You make one because they did it in six months and I attended. You guys have six months to do it. I will even speak at your march too. Because it's not about me. It's about the actual policy and getting tangibles for people, right? I did that. I said that. God, it had to be like eight, nine months ago, right? And I told them, six months, you guys can do it, right? Then, Rome's tour for the poor comes down to, to Orlando, Florida. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened to that Medicare for All March? You guys said that you guys can do better than us. What happened? See, the thing is, it's, it's like... It's always like you're doing a certain task, like, okay, it's like you're mowing the lawn, right? And then somebody goes, you're mowing the lawn wrong. And then I'm like, okay, well, show me how to do it. You're mowing the lawn wrong. Okay, uh, here, here you go. Show me how to do it. You're mowing the lawn wrong. And they won't show you. It's like, are you just liking the fact that you're telling me that I'm wrong instead of actually showing me how it's done? 
Because that's what it feels like. And typically, from what I noticed, is that they typically, a, a few of them are going after those of us who have a little bit extra melanin in our skin. And I'm sitting here going, um, but what you guys have been doing the entire time isn't working, so I guess it's best to go into a different direction. I mean, isn't the phrase, uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again while expecting this, you know, different results? So I feel like we're going around in circles and we're now to the point where I'm like, you know what? Let's break that cycle. Let's go into a different direction. But then as soon as we start going into a different direction, then you have major descent and going, you guys are, are going the wrong way. And it's like, but you guys have been going in a circle this entire time. We passed that same tree in this forest over and over and we've been turning this direction over and over so let's go in the opposite direction and let's see what happens yeah but then if we do that then somehow we're we're bad quote unquote well it's not only are we bad what i'm seeing and this is the most frustrating piece um because as 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 our viewers here are going, oh holy shit, where did this guy come from? Holy crap, I'm gonna follow him. He came from nowhere. Well, I came from Canada, and I didn't go, didn't become this um, enraged until I was actually targeted by our provincial government here um, mm. for speaking out against the government. They actually investigated me. Wow. Um, and and trumped up charges and basically buried my business for a year. Um, on um, that I was an undisclosed third-party advertiser for, for, for a politician. And then they came back with this little report saying, oh, well, after our investigation, um, we've, we found no um, proof that you did this, but just, just be aware we're, we're watching this. And so I'm sitting there going, and I kept all the receipts because I've been in enough trouble with, <laughs> with corporations over the years for speaking truth to power. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's uh, when you're looking at it. So starts with this claim that I was um, funding a provincial party. Uh, and I wasn't. I offered the provincial party funds um, towards them based personally, which was within the rules. Mm-hmm. And But they, they just ignored me because the fact is, Ultimately, they don't want me either because I speak out against capitalism. So you've got a evil piece of crap who's killing people here as our current leader, and then you have this white privileged woman who wants to be leader again, who is capitalist and is basically misogynist herself, and is all about propping up white privilege. So when I call out and go, how many people from the global majority do you have running? And okay, you have that person. Is that person a token? Is that <laughs> like, are they true? Like, why? What are the credentials there? And you stand behind this person, and they never answer. They ignore me, whatever. But going from that, these false accusations, they got this external investigator who was a former Calgary City police officer, 
who, when I investigated him, he was known for murdering a suspect in a um, car wash, claiming that it was self-defense, that um, they had him trapped, and he shot at him because the guy was going to shoot him first. Well, he retired from the police force shortly after that. And so his integrity is quite questionable to begin with. And then he tries this good cop, bad cop crap on me and goes, you know, all you got to do is just tell me what we need to know, and then this will go away. Like, what am I going to tell you? Admit that I did something I didn't do? We all know how that works. That means that you're going to charge me with this shit. You're saying, oh, you'll just get a fine or you'll just get a letter of reprimand or whatever. Well, they can change that fine amount. Like, they say, oh, you'll just get a little fine. Well, I've seen those fines go up to $50,000. Well, you've already decimated my business. How the hell am I supposed to pay $50,000? You know I can't. So then you come up to the whole thing of, well, if you don't provide us with all the information that we request, we can get a warrant to search your office, which is my home office, um, so they would get a warrant for my house to search my computer and to make sure that all the records that I have didn't provide funding to this political party. I'm like, I haven't made enough money to pay for my bills, let alone give money to a political party. Like, this has not been possible for me because someone took my idea, put it on a coffee mug, and made hundreds of thousands of dollars. Anyway, I'll try and get past that one. But but the whole thing is, is so I they basically told me that because I did this stuff that was against the government, that I was commit I was doing things that were legally um, known as a third party advertising. So I, what I did, knowing that these pieces of crap were not going to leave me alone, I registered. So now technically, ADC, AB Poli, as in Alberta politics is a registered third-party advertiser here in Alberta. So, we're Pilgrim, as uh, you are from Alberta as well. Uh, follow us. Um, we, If you want to do any sort of anti-UCP, uh, anti-establishment um, stuff, we will work with you. We have the actual licensing to do it that you won't be fine because this government has been corrupt as hell. And during the pandemic, they changed a bunch of laws. And one of the laws they changed was the election law. So what they've done is they've taken all the Canadian election rules and thrown them out, rewrote them. We now have U.S. election rules here in Canada. And one of those rules was um, when they first came in, they, they had uh, they have this party called Elections Alberta. It's supposed to be a nonpartisan. Now, well, that's the one to investigate it be for being anti-government. So we all know how nonpartisan they are. Uh, anyway, the, when they took over, when this government got into power, they fired the Elections Commission, who was actually a nonpartisan person, and fired them saying it was based on cost savings. Yeah, so they took the guy who was the deputy and made him the, the person. So when they did that, they actually changed the chain of command in the organization. So any of you people watching here that are better off with Rachel NDP supporters, guess what? The election's rigged because Elections Alberta is corrupt because the person that they report to because there isn't the two people in the chain of command is actually our finance minister. 
So the Minister of Finance of the province is the guy who's in charge of elections Alberta. So when you're talking about we're going to have an election and we got to get rid of these people, good luck, because they've corrupted the whole system. Very similar to what's going on in the States with the voter fraud and all this other stuff. It's all about white privileged capitalist imperialism maintaining power. Wow. But yeah, from all that, I've had to shift my, from anti-stuff, which people wanted to buy because everyone is F this and F that, to more of the social justice part. But while doing that, um, I've had really good partners like Chad Jeter. I'm wearing the uh, Be The Change. Mm -hmm. um, his stuff we have at, at Bollinger.ca. Um, his was, uh, we wanted to do, uh, when we launched, the Black Lives Still Matter. And uh, because people are forgetting about this. So we did this. We did the Be The Change. Because I really believe that we need to be the change. But a lot of my partners have been smaller organizations because the big ones, and I could go on another hour on this, but I mean, what people have to understand is charities are as corrupt and capitalist as actual yeah. organizations. Yeah. Because of the fact that they're run like a freaking business. They yeah. might say not for profit or non profit, but they are a corrupt business. Yeah. Whew. That was a lot of information. That was that was some bombs you dropped, bro. Sorry. I, yeah, I, I just like I, I'm trying to my, my wife's like, please don't say this, please don't say this because they'll come after I said, I already know. Like I I posted in, in the last uh, Left White North episode, I said, I know which is the uh, Canadian FBI, is watching monitoring me. I know this election's Alberta people are, are monitoring me. I mean, we've got a government that's trying to implement with our Royal Canadian Mounted Police uh, anything that's anti-establishment as extremist information that can be charged under the uh, espionage. So I know that. And then, of course, because of the fact that I've given information on certain pieces of garbage from the... Uh, alt-right side that were in Canada that were part of January 6th, you know, the FBI is watching me. So I know right now that we, this is viewed by many higher-ups that really go, holy crap, this guy knows way too much, but he's white, so we're not going to kill him. We'll just let him say whatever he is because he's white, and I know I have that privilege. If I was a member of the global majority, oh my God, we're not facing any of this stuff right now because the fact is I would be fearing for my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to, just to add a buttress to your point, I mean, what did they do to Martin Luther King Jr.? I mean, the yeah. FBI, and this is public knowledge, uh, that they actually sent a letter of, to him um, I'm gonna purse my words carefully because we're on YouTube, but uh, they basically sent him a letter telling him to essentially off himself. Yeah. You know, um, so that was actually documented by you know the FBI sending him that. Also, it's documented by you know that. They also were the ones who came and killed Fran Hampton Sr. Uh, at and he was only 21 years old. And so, 
uh, there's a lot that has come out, and especially, you know, those of us who are, you know, who are on the left that are, you know, that are, that are white, that want to, uh, really be a voice against capitalism and imperialism, it, it is, it is also, and I think you're providing this as a good example. It's, it's, I think it's incumbent upon you to kind of stand in the front a little bit. Yeah. Because, 100%. you know, it, it, it's kind of like um, during the, the George Floyd protests when you had a lot of white protesters that stood in front of, you know, the black and brown protesters. Yeah. Because they knew that the likelihood of them getting harmed was slightly less. Now, they still would get harmed because the police just didn't care. But the the likelihood would be probably less. Hired killers, so yes, absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, this, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, I appreciate when, you know, allies use their white privilege in the, the way of helping, you know, those of us who are disenfranchised. Because the thing is, is that you're also looking for equality too. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, and it's not even equality, JB. It's actually equity. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Is that equity piece? Because the fact is, if we all got equal, the rich would still be rich. Because the fact is, if we all get the same amount of money across the board, they still have their money. Mm -hmm. So it's about taking the advantages that they have that they're using to put the boat, the boot on the throat of the people in poverty or the people that are, are speaking, basically people that want socialism or, or at a um, greater extent communism, mm-hmm. um, that if we can put our boot on your throat and squash you before you get any momentum, then we still win. Yeah. So when, when they're... And it's funny because they'll all talk about, yeah, we want equality. Of course you want equality because that means that you still are rich and we're still poor. Like, it's just, and, and that's, and it's all about word use. Yeah. So I very carefully say, like, I don't want equality. I want equity. I want equity for our global majority. I want equity for the LGBT community. And, and this isn't about, I mean, I would love equity for myself. Ultimately, people were like, you're so fucking angry. I said, pay me. If you allowed me to actually make a living speaking truth to power and supporting me, I probably wouldn't be as angry and I would have some peace because that's all I'm looking for right now. I mean, before I was looking for, like, I had this whole pipe dream, oh, I'm going to get, not not now, I mean, like, we're looking at teenage years, whatever, oh, I can be wealthy, I can do this, whatever. I mean, very early in my life did I learn that I'm not going to become a wealth unless I win the lottery that's the only way I'm that's the only way I'm going to get wealth or my parents when my parents die I'll get a really good inheritance Mm -hmm. but I can't uh, wait for them to die I mean okay we can wait I mean so sorry I don't have the mama like you have I I was and then get a little um, I'll get uh, I'll be, I'll be very open here. The fact that I was abused from a young age and I've dealt with a lifetime of trauma. So even though I'm a white person, white privilege, 
my privilege ends at the color of my skin and the, and the sexual orientation that I have. Outside of that, I, I was kicked out of my house at 17. Um, I was on welfare from 17 till the time I was 20 when I moved provinces um, and then ended up working wherever I could to, to make a living. So when I'm looking at people that are, are houseless and people that are in poverty and going, I want to help you. It's not because I want to help you because, oh shit, I could get some real good clout and maybe some celebrity will buy my stuff and I'll be famous. No, it's the fact that I've been you. I know what it's like to struggle as fuck and I don't want anyone to have to do that. I don't understand. Yeah. I, I don't get billionaires. Like I always go and use the lead, yeah. like lead camp. Yeah. Hit or miss at times, but for the most part he says stuff that's actually logical. And one of the things is he goes, every per billionaire is a fucking psychopath because anyone who has a billion of anything is psycho. What the hell do you need a billion of anything? It doesn't matter if it's a billion donuts or a billion dollars. You yeah. don't need a billion of anything. Well, so when bacteria. You these people and... <laughs> like Bezos and freaking Elon Musk and, oh God, uh, um, Bill yeah. Gates, play, and that's that whole thing of kayfabe. We'll go back to that. Bill Gates is the best kayfabe performer out there. Yeah. Of, oh, I'm doing such great stuff, yeah. and we're doing all these great things. And I know we're, we're, we're going long here, so I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up quick. Um on the People's Voice Network next week, we're going to be talking. There's a documentary on, called The New Corporation, and it was done here in Canada by a, uh, a professor at uh, UBC, I believe. Um, we're going to have him on the uh, on the People's Voice on the New Lab uh, a week from tomorrow, and we're going to talk about it because they've been trying to bring the New Corporation um, on demand streaming to the states. And Twitter basically censored them every time they went to do things. So we want to talk about them because this this documentary is fantastic. It was done with HBO. Well, we have it on Crave here in Canada, and um, they basically give you the the corporation um, blueprint and playbook. And it goes into Bill Gates talking, and he had. And I can't believe this woman actually did this, but. One of the heads of the African school system that Bill Gates has designed talks about how this is a profitable venture for Bill Gates and for us to go and build teachers and build schools in Africa as long as they follow these this guideline and this stuff. And I'm going, do you know you're being recorded? Like, these wealthy money-grubbing pieces of crap are so arrogant and they're they just they don't care they know there's nothing we can do other than blow up the system and i'm not saying anyone please anyone watching this is not calling for revolution by the way it's not going to be televised but um we're not calling for i'm not saying any of that but if you're thinking of that that's the only way there'll be retribution for these people because we're looking at Roe versus Wade. You look at um, here in Canada, there we have chief medical officers of health that are spewing the political BS when it comes to C-19, saying everything's safe. Well, we're getting the medical professionals saying that C-19 long haul on kids is causing hepatitis. 
so what what are we doing to these people what's the what sort of recourse do we have against these people because here in canada it's like it's like britain it's a parliamentary system so it's all hail the queen you go to contact the queen the queen says oh i'm not going to do anything about that you know don't contact me about anything political but then she has all these people called the lieutenant governors or the governor general who is the one in canada um that are representative of the queen who are paid to be a dignitary and represent the queen to provide the rubber stamp on all the uh, proposed laws that go to, through the House of Commons or through the, through the Senate. But they just rubber stamp it. They don't look at any of this stuff. So I've asked them, I'm like, how the hell, the only recourse we have against these politicians or against these medical professionals or whatever, number one, I asked all these chief medical officers to lose because you've basically broken your Hippocratic oath that thou shall do no harm. That is like the medical oath for every doctor in the world, mm -hmm. and you're breaking it by, like Fauci broke it, like any of the people that say it's safe to go out or you don't need a mask, right away, you're doing harm in the guise of safety and protocol, but it's all about promoting capitalism and ultimately propping up imperialism. Mm, yeah. My thing is, is, you know, and I, I I wanted to ask you this question before before we wrap up. Yeah, for sure. In your perspective, as somebody that's in Canada, and when I say the left lane, the left like like us in Canada. Yeah, there's not many, but yeah. Is, is there a, a like a sentiment of them? kind of like saying man if the left in the united states just gets their shit together man we're you know because it's almost like it's almost like it feels like other nations in america and by america i mean north and south america yeah. you know you know canada mexico nicaragua you know honduras you know venezuela brazil all of america they're, the left is like, if you guys just get your shit together, and if things pop off, it's almost kind of like it gives us the go ahead to also help you pop off. And by pop off, I'm not I I I mean working towards in a in a productive way to. cause dual power or cause a means of bettering the material conditions of the people because the government's not doing it. Is that kind of like a sentiment that you feel that's going on within the left in Canada? Because I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, because, I mean, if I were there, I'd be like, man, because the thing... I, it kind of feels like Canada is not as bad, but I could be mistaken. Yeah, it used to be. And that's that's the thing that people, I mean, very much when your political system went down, like I, I showed a meme the other day, basically you have Reagan, just different versions of Reagan that you've had as president since Reagan came in. 
Yeah. So you have the the good Reagan, the black Reagan, the, like so all these different Reagans, mm-hmm. but all of them have been ultimately bought by the corporations. Mm-hmm. Well, in Canada, we didn't have that per se. We actually had more. I mean, universal health care in the world was started by Tommy Douglas and the New Democratic Party years in Canada. And uh, if people want to know a little history lesson, Tommy Douglas is actually the, the um, grandfather of uh, Kiefer Sutherland. So there's a Canadian connection to Mr. 24. So that's why if Kiefer comes out and says something, about because his mom was the activist. Donald, not so much, but his mom was, was very much... I mean, Donald is, is an activist, don't get me wrong. He plays such evil characters. Regardless... Um, but but that's that that Tommy Douglas piece. So we had a guy named Jack Link who ran um, for the NDP um, in the say the mid 2000s, and he was going to win. And we had what we called the Orange Crush, so very similar to the um, Blue Wave, very some very very similar to Obama, except for the fact this guy was white. Um, but. It, and not evil, I guess. I mean, he ultimately wasn't evil. I like Obama. Oh, sorry, YouTube. Um, but the the whole concept is, is this guy wanted to bring back and ensure of, of the basic um, universal health care and ensure that we can privatize. And unfortunately, he was hiding the fact that he was dying of cancer. So when word got out from the opposition that he was that that it leaked that he was sick. They stole that election, and by stealing that election, they stole basically any sort of hope for the left in this country. And that's when we started to go down mm. that right-wing rabbit hole. And what we have now is we have these people. It's all based on rights and freedoms, mm-hmm. and so, and and, it, and and that's why we start like I watch RBN and the. They're talking about oh the the, the, the freedom protests and whatever. I'm like that's not real freedom. Mm-hmm. These guys are basically Trumpers mm-hmm. under the guise of freedom. They're 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 they're, they're radical right wing racist fascists mm-hmm. and whatever that are pretending that it's about freedom. Mm-hmm. It's about freedom for them. Mm-hmm. It's not about freedom for people of the global majority. They still are harassing people wearing hijabs. They're still. Um, trying to kill off people in, in general. So that's what we struggle with, is the fact that you have the mega people. We have those mega people, but they're considered freedom fighters. And then you get the mega people from the states come up and join them. So for us being true left, I don't know if there's a lot of true left here. And that's that's the scariest part, because mm. we've got a lot of faux left. we got a lot of TYT people here that pretend they're left, mm. but they're really pieces of shit that are just there for the paycheck. And I'll wear blue um, because that's the the party party to do it. So people like us, really, there there isn't there there's not a lot like us. I mean, if when if we could organize, that would be great. But unfortunately, there's so much infighting. I mean. We're seeing it with 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 you with your team as well. I mean, Rome the other day, some guy who supposedly left called him a grifter, and I mean, you guys are being called out grifting. And I'm going, do you see where JB lives? Do you see Rome in the streets? Do you see like, do you watch anything outside of, hey, if you can help us out, 
go to our Patreon or go go to our whatever. Are you seeing any of the other messages? Are you seeing anything else that these people are doing? No, you're not. You're just cherry picking whatever. But unfortunately, they're cherry picking basically from the center left, and then that starts to bring people that would we would think were allies closer to that center, and that's where this is the most dangerous. Like right now, the most dangerous people in the world are middle class. Wealthy white women. Saying it right now. That's who is holding the power in this world right now are these women. Because they play the sexism uh, card if you call them out on them being performance. They play the um, we're, we're all ally cards when it's um, convenient for them. But ultimately, they're pro- propping up capitalism. Ultimately, they're all living in their their three-bedroom, double-garage houses, they don't give a shit about people in poverty. They really don't. If, if they can flip a coin into a hat, oh, look, I've donated to charity. All they're looking for is the clout. They're going to come after you for that one. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, but, I mean... Even Sabby last night was talking about it. You know, it, you actually going back to the point where I talked about how there are some people who are liberals that they don't like people like me because they'll say that they that they're for people like me. But then as soon as I move into their neighborhood or they see me and they think I don't belong there, then they're ready to call the cops on me. You know, um, so I think these these conversations are important because the thing is that's about waking people up and I hope to be able to have more conversations with people like you people at PVN because as we continue to have these conversations uh, and and, and let's be real I think capitalism is doing part of the job for us because so many people are now becoming disillusioned with the system that they're like, there has to be an answer out there somewhere. And there is. And a lot of us are finding out what the answer is. And now that we're finding out what the answer is, we find out that the powers that be do not like that we know the answer and that we're sharing it with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I also wanted to have you on. Uh, and, yo, I really appreciate you coming on, dude. Okay, I appreciate you having me. If you want to go to, because uh, we're not sharing screens or whatever, if you want to flash up, so people, this, this, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to come on here, so JB was talking, I mean, everyone who's watching, you know, um, this man has been talking about the struggles that he's had, having family members in the house and all these all these different things, and the fact that the your rent can go up and all all the all these different things don't go in. Okay, so how can a white guy like me do something? And I'm like, I would love to just send you a check. Like that's the first thing. I'm like, okay, if I had money, boom, I would be be doing that. But unfortunately, because the fact that I'm against capitalism um, and I'm not the privilege of the of the white privileged wealthy, um, I have to do things differently. So. I'm going to get JB to go to the screen, go to humanright.ca. So what we're doing is a mutual aid uh, 
portion of proceeds, which the portion of proceeds are actually all net profits. So um, when you're purchasing these items, and there's some cool items there that we started with. We're hoping we'll get another this real cool coffee mug design, but our certain uh, uh, fam is busy and hasn't gotten us the approval on that. But we got a really, uh, JB mentioned something on Sunday that he wanted to do. So uh, yesterday I, I, I used the creative uh, magic and, and we came up with, with, with something pretty cool. And so if um, you guys want to check it out, it's humanright.ca. And uh, I actually changed the video on there. It's now got your thousand subscriber celebration. Oh, man. But yeah, if you guys click on the stuff, um, there's coffee mugs, there's mason jar mugs, and then there's the one t-shirt there. And it's the kind, kind people are my kind of people. It's got JB's logo at the bottom of the people. You can barely see it because it's... uh, the mock-up isn't good, but I tell you, the shirt's going to be nicer. And the, the ADC logo is in the first part. So that's that's what we're doing there. Um, you're looking at all the pricing is Canadian. Um, we use uh, our distribution center. It is a uh, Iranian uh, family-owned operation. We've been in um, merchandise and marketing for over 20 years. They're based in uh, the greater Toronto area here in Canada but they have a secondary location in Ohio. So everything that you purchase from here uh, has been sourced and is printed and distributed in Canada or the United States. Um, Any of the clothing, uh, we use Bella Canva and uh, Next Level because they are are ethically um, stringent on their stuff. And you can see when you click on the stuff, we've got the link to their page. Um, where it says where, what uh, parts of this product comes from where. Um, because when we first launched uh, with the athletes, um, we were using the Gildan product. And the Gildan product, um, there are other people that are using Gildan product. Please don't buy that stuff. Um, it is uh, using sweatshop labor. So the stuff that we're using, it is not sweatshop labor. Um, the coffee mugs are coming from China. I don't know where in China they come from. I mean, uh, our our print partners um, are very meticulous in when they get the uh, articles that they bring in for us to use. So. Yeah, this is uh, really a privilege, and I, I definitely thank you for for doing this. This is. Uh, I mean, I, I was basically, I, I almost started crying when you told me about it originally, so, um, but uh, I am, yeah, this is the site, um, I'll put the uh, the link in the chat, um, there you go, so that people can see, uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, uh, the, the 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 kind people one, I I am actually anticipating that one because I want I actually want to sip some tea in that one. Yeah. Um, well, then because... you can have some uh, sweet tea in the uh, mason jar mug, so it's perfect for when you're outside. Nice. And then you've got your coffee mug for for inside, so you got two two mugs, and uh, then you'll have your t-shirt. Like I said, we wanted to. Uh, Wanted to get you something that um, 
screams the the JB brand, and that. Oh, thank you. Because just because, like, what I don't understand, just because you're not Dwayne Johnson or you're not what it doesn't mean you should. I mean, the work that you do, JB, you should be rewarded for, and people should not only support you but show your brand. I mean, we need to brand more of the RBN and TVN and JB and Savvy and 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 have that uh, and. Number one, the mugs are cool and they're good quality. So you're not you're not sitting here. It's not something that's going to fall apart on you. Um, I've got multiple versions of the different ones we've done, and uh, they're all dishwasher and microwave safe. So uh, and they can fit a 15 ounce uh, can of beer in as well. Um, one of our partners with the uh, Sunday Night Main Event Wrestling radio show, um, the Great Western Beer is their major sponsor, and he poured his beer into their coffee mug. So it can fit a beer, it can fit your tea, it can do your coffee like I have in the morning, or any other beverage. And uh, like I said, all net profits are going to uh, JB's. Uh, my coffee, because of the fact that, uh, FYI in closing here, um, Canada, to get funds from Canada to the U.S. is a pain in the ass. The only way we can do it is through PayPal or through my coffee, because otherwise there are no Canadian banks that will actually transfer to a U.S. bank. So, um, and I go with my coffee because uh, there are no fees on that. So JB is not going to all the money that we donate to the my coffee fund. My coffee doesn't take any of the fees. You're you're getting all that money where PayPal takes the percentage and Patreon takes the percentage. My coffee doesn't. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, I I appreciate it. Uh, I yeah, this is you you You're getting you, emotional again. I know, I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's uh, when you when you find people who really care, then. It's like a unicorn, you know. And then, you know, it's, the interesting part is it influences you to be more of that. You know, it's like it's like it, it, it pushes you to, to, to go in more in that direction. So, you know, um, I thank you for being so generous and so kind. And thank you also, you know, for coaxing me even more in that direction, you know, because I'm trying to be it, but it, it just intensified my resolve. So I just, you know. Yeah, you help me be more kind because usually I'm angry. I mean, yes, I've, I got a little heated in a few parts of this, but for pretty much we've had a very calm conversation. It wasn't me. If you see, if you guys go and watch some of the early PBN stuff that I did, oh boy, I don't know how the guys take off their headphones because mm -hmm. I'm yelling and mm -hmm. it's it's just crazy. But it, yeah. but it's it, it, it's the fact that it's just angry at the system mm -hmm. and that we, we all have to come together, be it RBN, be it PBN, ADC, JB, everyone in the chat we all have to come together because the only way we're going to survive is if we all come together so like this thing with 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 jb mutual aid great we're doing it make some money 
hopefully uh, cover some bills. But we can continue to do this. This mutual aid of the month is going to be a monthly thing. We'll take people's suggestions. Like this, this is, I know CJ has one as well. We got Rome's tour for the poor that we're going to be working with. So if I can utilize the Baller Gear solution and be able to do customized apparel and uh, cups and mugs and all that stuff, that are quality that you're not going to just throw in the garbage. And so yeah. we're not doing fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're going to be able to, like the hoodie I'm wearing, I've had for two years now, and you can barely see it starting to fade a little bit. That looks brand but, new. Yeah, so like the quality is merchandise is, is, is huge about that because I don't believe in that fast fashion thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. I, like So everything that I've purchased or that we sell, you're going to wear multiple times. And if you end up with something that's damaged or whatever, you contact me right away and we will replace it. We'll, like, you're not going to be out any money. This isn't a grift. This isn't you send me money and um, next week I'm going to go offline and then I'll come back and I'll bring another new shirt for $169. Oh, wait, did that out loud. Um, anyway, we're not like that grifter people. We've been doing this for two years now. And it's just something we're trying to do it differently. And eventually, ballergear.ca is going to become ballergear.org, and we're going to be—it's going to be that full charity piece. But right now, because we've got athletes and we got other stuff, it is the .ca piece. But um, soon it'll be .org, and we'll be doing things, doing good, being more kind. Because as much as we're—you need to have the passion and the fight. We have to be kind to our brothers and sisters and comrades and family members. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what? You know, I think you just got the last word on this one. Uh, yeah, um, you know, kind people are my kind of people, right? So uh, I also put um, I put ADC's uh, links in the description for his Twitter. Um, for the uh, PVN as well as his TikTok, so I also put that in there as well. Which means I'm gonna have to go and do more TikTok. Thanks, but no. Anyway, um, I haven't been on there for a while, but uh, yeah, the first one I did was um, calling out uh, Israel as being Zionist. Boy, did that thing go viral. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and and, and for good reason. And the thing is, is that and do not apologize for right your righteous indignation. Because the thing is, is that that's what's needed. And that's what a lot of people like us who value humanity, that's what we feel. And when somebody also expresses that righteous indignation, that's when we go, exactly, I thought I was the only one. And then we start to build community with one another. Because, so I, I, I appreciate when people are angry for the right reasons are angry for the lack of kindness, for the lack of civility, true civility, for the lack of humanity. When you're angry about these things, that means that you have a means and want to truly work to correct it. So, I mean, look, if you get pissed off, I'm here to I'm here to watch, you know, so. And if you need me to say anything on your behalf, we're there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Be sure to also to subscribe to the People's Vo- uh, People's Voice Network. Uh, I also have that in the description as well. 
if you guys are you know still watching thank you for staying with me uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that excuse me this Thursday I will be on also with Fiorella Isabel at 8 p.m. so I'm going to be having her on and as far as anything else uh, oops um, I also will be having um, oh my goodness uh, Kit Cabello uh, from Heartlands Media will also be on this Saturday as well so I will be having a full week and I think I might be having a special guest on Thursday as well um, I, I just want to make sure that I confirm that fingers crossed but uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to tell y'all who, who it is and eh, I'm not going to tell you <laughs> y'all just going to have to sit down and wait for the notification but you can't get a notification if you don't click that bell if you click the bell then you get the notification then when it goes live boom you got me right in front of your face you got this see right not so bad right um, and so uh, also continue to leave the world better than you found it this is one of my mantras that I always say uh, and then you don't have to change the entire world as long as you do just small changes for somebody's world you change the world and you left it better than you found it so with that being said water your plants water yourselves leave the world better than you found it and I mean look Eat them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, drink them if you got them. Um, what else, ADC? Free Palestine. Free Palestine. Hey, there we go. That's a, that's something I can get with. Booyah! Forehead kisses. Mwah, mwah, mwah. To all of you. Ha <laughs> ha! Love you. You guys are the best. <laughs>